Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now what was that that condemned me? The Holy Spirit? No, it was my spirit. My spirit. This new creature, this new creation, this new man don't talk that way. Now the flesh may want to go on doing some things that it did and talking some ways that it talked, but you've got to crucify the flesh. And that's a good way to crucify him. Just bring him out and open him. I just right then, I, I didn't wait till I moved. I, I said, dear God, in my heart, forgive me for saying that. And then this young man I'd said it to walked away. And so I, I located him and asked him to forgive me. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. It is your spirit, it's your conscience, it's the voice of your spirit that condemns you when you missed it. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit, that the only sin that the Holy Spirit will convict the world of is the sin of rejecting Jesus. Remember talking about the Holy Spirit when he's come, what do you do, you know? And he said, of sin, because they believe not on me. It is your own spirit that knows the very moment that you have done wrong. Amen. Now you know a lot of times people are born again, they become new creatures. And because sometimes if they have, uh, you know, they've talked sometimes wrong kind of language, one thing or another. I don't know about you, and I never heard anybody preach it. Because you see, I wasn't born raised among holiness people that live very strict lives and taught people. Uh, you know, I mean, well, the church that I went to, there's quite a controversy in the church because the pastor got mad right in front of some of his men and got mad at the deacons at a meeting and cussed them out. That you so-and-sos. The pastor. Well, they couldn't do too much about it because all the deacons acted just like he did. <laughs> hard to condemn another fellow for doing like you do, isn't it? Huh? It bothers me a lot of time to hear Christians, and even spirit-filled Christians, use slang words, almost short for cursing. I don't know about you, but I can't talk that way. I couldn't do it as Baptist. If you learn to listen to your spirit, your spirit won't permit you to say a lot of things coming out of your mouth. My Bible teaches me, let your nay be nay and ye yea, yea. How come you get off on that? It's still part of it. Now, when you first get saved, if you're used to saying things like that, I remember I just was barely saved and healed and I went back to high school. And, and, and I don't know how come it slipped out because I, 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 I never knew nobody, my folks, uh, no one spoke uh, bad. But we had a neighbor, bless his heart, that would cuss up a storm. And you hear him all over that end of town. I guess I picked that up in because nobody, nobody from our family did that. 
And I didn't, after I got saved, I never did curse anything like that. But I just simply said to one of these boys one time, hell. <laughs> said hell no or something, you know. And the minute I said that, see, I, I, and I didn't know a thing about the spirit film life. I just, uh, just, uh, just a high schooler, just, just 17 years old. The minute I said that right in there, I said, oh, dear God, forgive me. And then I went and apologized to him. Now, what was that that condemned me? The Holy Spirit? No, it was my spirit. My spirit. This new creature, this new creation, this new man don't talk that way. Now, the flesh may want to go on doing some things that it did and talking some ways that it talked, but you've got to crucify the flesh. And that's a good way to crucify him. Just bring him out and open him out. Just right then, I, I didn't wait till I moved. I, I said, dear God, in my heart, forgive me for saying that. And then this young man I'd said it to walked away. And so I, I located him and asked him to forgive me. Well, really, he never even noticed what I said because he's used to people talking that way. But right on the other hand, I won't get it right. It was my spirit. My spirit. That's what it was. It was the voice of my spirit. It was an inward witness. It was my conscience. See, that's how he leads you. Now, the Bible speaks about some people, and, and maybe we ought to get off on conscience a little bit. Like I said, it's not right now in this lesson, but, but the Bible speaks about Christians even having a seared conscience. You see, if you don't, on those little things like that, just like I said to him because I'd talked that way before I got saved. And, and just that only one time since I've been a Christian, anything like that slipped out. And, and, and I, I, but you see, my conscience was tender. And I didn't violate it. And unless you keep a tender conscience, because your conscience is the voice of your spirit and it's going to be your conscience, the voice of your spirit that's going to relate to your mind what the Spirit of God is saying to you down here, you see. Then, then, then spiritual things will be indistinct to you. First church I pastored out in the country there, country church, community church, we made the full gospel out of it. But I'd stay with a, I'd go out in the country, you see, and then I'd, after preaching Sunday night, I'd spend the night. Well, usually I'd go Saturday night, and I'd spend Saturday night, and Sunday night, and come on back into town on Monday. And, uh, I'd stay quite a, quite a bit in the home of a dear Methodist man. He's a, a leader of the community and a church leader, fine Methodist man, fine spiritual man, great man, really. Old gentleman, 89 years old. And uh, we were out on the farm, but he and I didn't get up early. You know, he, he lived with his son-in-law and daughter. Actually, it's his farm. He owns several farms. It's just one of his. And they'd get up early because they've got cows to milk, you know, and chores and men, men out in a certain year, time of year out in the field, you know. But the older gentleman and I, we didn't get up to somewhere around have breakfast, somewhere around 8 o'clock in the morning on Monday morning. Now, they were up before daylight, the rest of them, you see. So we would have breakfast together. Now, I didn't drink coffee. But this old gentleman drank coffee. I've seen I'll be honest with you. I, you know, you wouldn't hardly believe it if you hadn't seen it. But they had an old-fashioned coffee pot. And we're talking about mid-30s now. And way back there, they had this, to begin with, they just this old-fashioned wooden stove. And I've seen him take that coffee and it boiling in that pot. 
and pour it into a big thick mug and it's so hot that after it's in that mug out of the pot it, it's just sitting there simmering and just pour it turn that up to his mouth and it, it practically boiling and just drink the whole cup of it I remember the first time he did that I said oh my lord I, I felt like I was a burning all the way down you know right down through that I just felt like I was a burning now why could he why could he do that? I couldn't do it. Why the tissues of my lips and inside of my mouth and throat and esophagus were so tender that man just, just one teaspoonful of that would burn me all the way down. He drank a whole mug of it without taking away from his mouth or practically two-thirds of a mug. See? Well, he couldn't do it to begin with. But you see, through the years, drinking hot, something hot, the tissues, the tenderness inside of his lips and his mouth and his throat and his esophagus had become seared. He can drink that, it don't bother him. Man, it'd kill me. It hurt me just seeing him do it. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? Spiritually, the same thing's true. Learn to keep a tender conscience. Learn the minute you miss it and your conscience condemns you. Stop right there and don't wait till you go to church. Say, Lord, forgive me, I missed it. If you have to, go tell somebody else. If they saw it, I did wrong. I want you to forgive me. I shouldn't have said that. Are you still here? Because, you see, you'll have to keep your spirit tender if you're going to be led. Otherwise, you'll not be. Paul, as I said, we might look at it a little bit here. Paul said some very illuminating things about his conscience, which is, of course, the voice of the Spirit. And I would suggest that you do it. I don't have time. You go through the New Testament and follow what he said. You can follow your reference and what he said about his conscience. Now, let's go back to this verse in Romans 8, 16 before we conclude. The Spirit itself, or himself, beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Too many times... People think that the witness he's talking about here is a physical something. It isn't at all. He does not say that he bears witness with our bodies. People will say many times, you know, I I'm saved because I feel like it. Well, now, if they're talking about a spiritual sense, that's a different thing, or a witness. Let's call it what the Bible calls it. Let's don't call it feeling. Because that's misleading. You see, feeling is the voice of the body. It's not the voice of your spirit. Reason is the voice of the soul or the mind. Conscience is the voice of the spirit. Well, he's not going to bear witness with your feeling. He's not going to bear witness with your reason. He bears witness with your spirit. Is that right? I'll be honest with you. I, I, I don't, I'm very careful about using the word feeling. See, we sense the presence of God very often in our service. We say, we felt it. Well, we really didn't feel it physically so much as we sensed it spiritually. It affects us a lot of time physically. But, but we should be careful to differentiate because people get into this feeling realm. Then when they feel good, well, glory to God, hallelujah, I'm saved, everything's fine, filled with the Spirit. Then when they feel bad, their face is long, said, well, I've lost it all. I don't feel like I did, so I must be backslid. 
Yeah, I've had people like that to deal with, and you have too. Everybody has. That's been in the ministry, well. But you see, th th their faith is based on the wrong thing. If we go by feeling, then we're going to be in trouble. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. The first item in this offer is Kenneth E. Hagen's six-CD series entitled How to Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1, and the newest book from Ken Hagen, Expect. These two great resources are $25. That's 50% off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Now, Let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Next week, Winter Bible Seminar starts That's February right. the 19th one through week. the 24th. That's right. Mm, oh, man, it's an exciting time. Oh, it's going to be great. It's so, it's so good. We have a speaker uh, doing an 8.30 30 to 9.30 service. We have a speaker at 9.30, and then we have a speaker. You speak at 10.30, 10 mm -hmm. and I speak at 7 p.m. in the evening. Now, on Sunday the 19th, we only have the one service. Of course, we do have our Sunday, Sunday morning, morning service, service at 10 o'clock. If yes. you come on in here early, just come and be in that. But then it's at 6 p.m. on Sunday night, right. yes. and then Monday through Friday, it's at 7 p.m. Come on down. Hey, you can go on rhema.org and find out all the information that you want to about Winter Bible Seminar. It's all there. Everything is there. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Brother Hagen's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.